Outdoors. Uh, with you tonight is myself, Avery Liller, and I'm here with my brother, Zach Liller. Howdy, howdy. And uh, so today, this episode, we're going to be focusing more on Zach and his, a little bit of a backstory and something that's significant to him. And Zach, I can't really, I mean, obviously, you've been crazy passionate about the outdoors and hunting your entire life. I mean, like their store, I mean, I remember whenever I was just starting out squirrel hunting and you're four years old, you're, you're like begging dad <laughs> to take you out. Right. So, I mean, it, it didn't take much to get this kid outside <laughs> and that's definitely something that has carried on to this day, but you know, so I mean, obviously you've lost a little bit of weight from the Academy, but what were you rolling? What was your weight rolling before the Academy? Before the Academy started, I was yeah. about uh, 235, give or take a couple pounds. Mm-hmm. Of like lots of muscle. Yeah, I mean, holding on to a good bit of muscle mass, but was feeling a little, little soft at times. Knew that yeah. there could lean but, up uh, a little bit. So what was the what was the lightest that you've ever been? Lightest was in the summer of 2018. I was down to 204. 204. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I I think I remember that. Yeah. Now Now this is I mean But that but let I mean there's an asterisk beside of that. I was had just played basketball with some buddies, worked a 9-hour shift feeling very depleted, dehydrated. <clears throat> but during that time, I was carrying about 215 very comfortably. That gotcha. was my regular walking around weight. Right. So I guess what I'm getting at is, you know, up until just about five years ago, you know, mm-hmm. I was I was definitely looking at a completely different man. Uh, so I definitely want to get into that mm-hmm. for this episode. And you know, five years ago, you were sitting at about three, three oh five, three ten is what we estimated you at your heaviest. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So let's get this thing rolling. Let's talk about Zach Liller's <laughs> hundred pound transformation. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, so, you know, you were you were always a heavy kid, right? Oh yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, ever since yeah. – uh, so, well, we say I've always been a heavy kid. I remember when I was a little kid, that's, you know, five or six, mom was actually concerned about me because I was too skinny. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that kind of changed. Rolling, you know, seven, eight, you know, you look through old school photos and you're like, oh, became a fat kid. But, yeah, uh, growing up. Played football, basketball, baseball. It was always a good bit heavier. Rolled through middle school, discovered weightlifting. Still was a a heavy kid, but I, you know, started to notice that, you know, I'm very, very strong for my age. So that was something that I took a lot of pride in and took very seriously all the way through. Yeah, dude, I remember. So, you know, you were – your last year of youth league, you were too heavy to play for for youth leagues. So they actually right. so they actually let you 
bump up to middle school. Yeah, and that was the very first time that they ever did that. So that was a huge blessing because, I mean, I had to cut weight for my fifth grade year just to make the 150-pound cap. And going into sixth grade, which would have been my last year youth league, they allowed kids to jump up and play middle school. And the start of that season, I was – Oh, I was 180, 185, I want to say. As a sixth grader? Yeah, so I was way, way above that cap. That would have never happened. I would have lost a whole year of football, and who knows what would have happened after that. Yeah, but it also allowed you to start weightlifting a year early, too. Yeah, so, yeah, that played a huge part. And, you know, I was one of those kids that, yeah, I got to play middle school football a year early, but I didn't just want to be on the team I mean I wanted to contribute and rolling up there there was a lot of guys that were significantly stronger than me because I mean that's a huge difference between 13 14 and me being 10 and 11 Mm -hmm. I mean those are very pivotal years so I didn't want to you know get annihilated so just being pushed in that aspect I took a lot of strides forward in my strength during that off season right that, that really uh instilled that you know drive to you know get strong yeah dude I definitely remember like whenever you started lifting you started you started catching me like really quick it was actually kind of (laughs) crazy uh so let's let's bump into high school um Uh you know kind of throwing it out there like you just weren't you just weren't like a mush ball of a human I mean there was a lot of a lot of muscle mass to contribute to that you know, with a decent amount of, like, a good bit of fat. But, I mean, Mm -hmm. yeah, you're definitely not weak by (laughs) any stretch of the imagination. So, tell us a little bit about, like, uh, your senior year. What were some things that you had going on and things that you were trying to accomplish at that time? Yeah, so going into my senior year, I uh, was talking to a a assistant coach uh, with the football team, and he was part of those – uh, state championship or he was part of the state championship run that Moorfield had back in the late nineties, early two thousands. And he was a guy I respected a lot. And we just got to talking. He was, uh, uh, he was really into lifting during that time too. And I just asked him, you know, during those or with those teams, who was the strongest guy? Like what were they, what kind of way were they moving? He said, well, I don't remember a guy ever bench pressing 400. So if you were to do that, I think, I would feel pretty confident that you'd have the record here at Moorfield. I'm like, all right. And during that time, I was sitting at about 365, 370 is what I was bench pressing. So during that whole winter into the fall or into summer before fall camp, I just, you know, worked my ass off, you know, trying to hit that number. And before season started, I benched 405 as a 17-year-old high school senior. So – I guess officially, unofficially, whatever, I have the Moorfield bench press record. Yeah. Hell, hell yeah, but it wasn't just bench pr- – I mean, what yeah, was your – I mean, oh, yeah, so some other numbers. We were doing the bigger, faster, stronger program. I uh, I squatted 500 and deadlifted 665. So, I mean, I was a pretty well-rounded individual when it came to strength. Gotcha. And so what did your, what did your training regimen look like at that point in time? Uh, 
Well, I can tell you there wasn't a whole lot of endurance workouts, but, uh, yeah, really heavily focused on moving, you know, the most amount of weight possible, going really heavy for low reps, and working in some auxiliary lifts during that time, but it really wasn't anything too intense. And then after doing my heavy workouts, going to Coach C's office and pound a couple peanut butter and jellies, Mm-hmm. to finish it all out so that was my training regimen i guess you could say gotcha if you would call it that <laughs> mm-hmm. and you know so this is you know we're focusing on um how this all ties into hunting so what what was your hunting strategies at this point in your life what did that uh, look like yeah so strategy was Basically, just pick the spot that was easiest to get to, not exert myself too much, but try to put myself in a position that could yield success. But I was just kind of limited to where I could go due to my lack of overall fitness. Mm-hmm. And I knew it was something that was holding me back. And, uh, you know, what was your – I don't know where to where to really go with that, but – um was there at this point in time, had there ever been like a, um, like a desire to be, to like introduce fitness as far as like being more fit into hunting at this, at this point in time, like at all? Yeah. So, I mean, I always had that. I knew that it was something that I should do and it would benefit me. And I was seeing you at this time, you were starting to take, you know, huge strides in your fitness and you were, started doing marathons and all kinds of different uh, endurance races and stuff. And you were starting to, you know, have that lift, run, shoot type of, you know, mentality. And I thought that it would benefit me, but I just thought it was always something that I couldn't obtain because, well, my whole life I've been this big guy, been out of shape. And that's just who I was. I thought that I was, you know, stuck in that role forever. So Mm -hmm. it was something that I wanted, but I didn't think that it was obtainable. Gotcha. So you weren't just, you weren't like a big guy that pretended to be happy, you know? Oh, no. I mean, oh, I've, that's something, I mean, that could be a whole other podcast, but I was uncomfortable in my own skin for years and years and years. And it's something that I still deal with to this day. Yeah, I mean, so this is a little bit of a fast forward, but I mean, dude, from like age seven till, I don't know, 20, let's say 21, uh, sounds about right. Like was the first time that I'd ever, do you, do you remember like the first time that you actually took your shirt off like in front of people? (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I guess it would have been, well, now that I think think about it. It was either a beach trip after I got down to my lowest or going up to the lake mm-hmm. to see our family, something like that. That might have been the first time. And that was probably like a huge pivotal moment for you. Yeah, I mean, I was that from age, like you said, from age six or seven, I was that fat kid that swam with his shirt on and would not take it off no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. and I, would, I would make the excuse, man, I just burn real easy, man. It just, I don't want to deal with all that. When in reality, mm-hmm. I don't want to show everybody what I got going on. Yeah, I gotcha. So, you know, um, uh, so like we, we hunt in the mountains, we, 
we don't hunt shanties. Not that that there's nothing wrong with that, but like we're staying out there, the freezing cold, you know, you got to walk, you know, some steep ridges to get where you're going. So, you know, throughout your life and through the discipline of sports and whatnot, you had built some mental toughness and discipline. So, you know, you get, you start accomplishing stuff, like as far as strength is concerned, um, you have one hell of a senior year football season. And, but whenever you get into college, it, you know, you kind of, you know, all that's taken away from you, right? Um, mm-hmm. You no longer have a, a direction or a need to hold on to this weight or all this muscle mass. So um, tell us a little bit about, a little bit about that, like where you kind of lost lost in uh, like who you were and where you were going? Yeah. So going into my freshman year of college, I mean, you were talking about being lost as far as I didn't know who I was or who I was going to be at this point. I was labeled the football player, the uh, shot put guy, this sort of thing that had, you know, all tied into sports and strength and just being a big guy. And that's who I was. And going into college, I didn't have it anymore. You know, that wasn't an option. I decided to not pursue, you know, college football that was on the table, but I decided to go another route. And I just spent that whole first semester just, just like, other. I mean, I don't know what, how I'll say just being lost. I'd, didn't want to get up and go to the gym. I didn't want to eat right. All I wanted to do was, you know, uh, eat, go to class, do my thing, come back to the room, play Xbox, and then go and party once or twice a week. I mean, that's all I was really doing. So during that time, I, uh, with due to inactivity, I mean, I was losing muscle mass that I had and was replacing that with, you know, fat. And I would just, I feel like that was the most out of shape I was in my life was during that first semester of college. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, So I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so let's fast forward to, uh, it would be, I guess it would be winter break for school. I was at WVU at the time and you were at Potomac State for your first semester. You had just finished up your first semester. Mm Mm-hmm. And so we were both uh, home with the parents for a month and you were either already playing Xbox or still sleeping or whatever. And I remember I um, asked mom, I'm like, Hey, I'm getting a gym membership at the, at the wellness center. You should get Zach a membership. And she's like, yeah, yeah, sure. I'll get him a membership. Hmm. And I'm like, all right, cool. And so then I go into your room a little bit later and I'm like, Hey Zach, mom got you a gym membership uh so we're going and then you you were either playing xbox or uh i'm pretty sure you were playing xbox at the time so what was going through your head at that point (laughs) i remember you walking in there and saying hey mom just got you this gym membership let's go let's go get a workout in and you telling me that mom got me the membership i was like man she must really think that i've gotten fat and i need help (laughs) but uh yeah so i looked at you like and what are you talking about i don't want to go to the gym but you were, you know, riding me pretty decent. It's like, yeah, let's just let's go get a workout in. I said, oh, well, I guess let's go do it. I figured, you know, we go. I think I asked you, well, what are we going to lift? 
Mm-hmm. And I, you either said whatever you want. If you said that, then I would have said chest. But you may have just opened with saying chest to know that I would want to go and bench press a little bit. Yeah. So my mentality of us rolling in there, I thought, you know, I could probably still move more weight than this guy. So I'll throw on three plates or something, take it for a ride, and that'll be the end of it. Well, we start warming up, go to 225, and you said, okay, do as many as you can do. I get under the bar, I knock out, I can't remember, let's just say 12 to 15, something like that. It may have been higher, I don't remember. It was, it was so it was actually um, 100 pound dumbbells. So and... I'm completely wrong with the whole story. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the, the, the idea of the story is mm-hmm. correct. Uh, so we were doing hundred pound dumbbells cause I wasn't doing any bench work okay. at this, at this point. Oh, in time. that's right. Okay. Now and, uh, you're right. And, and you did your first set, you did 20 plus. I remember it clear as day. Um, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure you remember the rest from there. Okay. Yeah. Now that you've jogged my memory, I'm back on track now. So I get up, you roll in there, you do 10 to 12. I'm like, all right, that's pretty cool but not as good as what I just did. (laughs) But I get back under there, grab the dumbbells, get on my back, and I may get eight, maybe. You go in there. You do 10 to 12, exactly what you just did. I'm like, oh, man. (laughs) So I get back on there, and I try to press them. I get maybe four. You get on the bench, 10 to 12. And at this point, I'm shot. I can't do anything else. I can't even, you know, get the 100 pounds off my chest. You get in there, hit it for 10 or 12. I'm like, daggone. Well, that just humbled me. So we do the rest of the workout. I mean, you kill me, dude. You, By the end of it, I can't even press 40s off my chest. I can't do any sort of push-ups, nothing. So, yeah, at the end of that workout, I was feeling pretty humbled. I'm like, well, this kid can, you know. He's got the endurance, that's for sure. But you and, know, during that whole time, I tried to justify it being like, oh, well, you're the endurance athlete. I'm the strength guy. I'm the power lifter. I'm this and that. Just not realizing what was actually going on. Mm-hmm. And so this was your, you know, so going back to high school for a second, I mean, you were just, you were just kind of like using your weight to, as an advantage. You were, you were basically just moving weight with weight, yeah. Um, yeah. Just, you know, you weren't really learning how to make it a part of your actual life. Um, you you didn't find any enjoyment out of it um, for years to come, right? You know, you you do your your you know like twenty five rep total rep workout, mm-hmm. and then you'd go smash some PB and Js. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not really something that you can take as something that's inner or enjoyable you know for years to come so this was the first time that you actually like had encountered a workout workout right i mean yeah so lifting up until that point i was lifting because you know i had a goal in mind i wanted to get stronger but it's i didn't enjoy lifting so i would do the bare minimum that it would take and i mean i didn't push myself as far as you know let's Let's do an extra set to, because it'll make us be better. It was just, mm-hmm. you know, 
doing this because, and then, you know, eat, get bigger, because that'll make you, I mean, moving weight with weight, if you weigh more, you'll be able to push Mm -hmm. more. So that's kind of where I was at. But that was the first time I was exposed to, hey, you know, if you want to be, you know, better, have better fitness, better uh, functional strength, push yourself and, uh, you know, don't just end at that, you know, three sets of five, actually, you know, build up some endurance. Mm-hmm. And so we had, we had that whole entire month together. Uh, let's talk about the evolution of that month from your perspective. Yeah. So after that workout, I mean, I was spent the next morning. I was sore, felt like crap. And I, I guess that there was a little bit of a fire lit inside of me that month, but it was definitely not like the bang, this is it moment. It was kind of a gradual, uh, a gradual, you know, incline to, you know, okay, this is something I'm going to stick, stick with. Mm-hmm. And you pushing me always being there and you were supportive and I appreciate that. And then once that started getting going with the with the lifting and changing up my workouts, I started picking your brain a little bit more about nutrition and that's when stuff really started to, to uh, click. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, I'm an eater. And that was my, I mean, that was my vice of why I was so big. I mean, I love to eat and you just started introducing, you know, alternates and uh, different options that I could have that I could, you know, eat, but eating the right thing. Cause mm-hmm. that was one thing that I struggled with for a long time. Gotcha. And so, you know, like I just said, we had those three to four weeks together now, whenever you go back to school, this is like the true test. I mean, mm-hmm. you have you have momentum, but it's time for you to steer the sh- to steer the ship, right? I mean, you're on your own. I mean, obviously, you can call, text me, whatever, whenever. But I mean, I'm not there, like you know, like making your eggs in the morning, or you know, uh, you know, we're not making shakes together. This is like you're on your own. So, tell me how mm-hmm. that was whenever you first got back to school. Yeah, so the temptations were definitely there, you know, right right from the jump. You walk into the calf hall, there's always pizza there for you, burgers, fries, anything that you can think of, ice cream. I mean, if you can think of it, it was there. So for the first week or more, I was staying out of there pretty much. And I was in my room, I'd make a protein shake, I think I was eating some granola bars at the time and that was it. I mean, I was thinking, and as, and I know this is a lot of mindsets of people that are starting to try to lose weight is you, there's something in your mind that's like, all right, I'm hungry. Okay. That's good. I'm supposed to feel like this. That means I'm doing it right. I'm going to be losing weight. When in reality, I mean, that's not where you want to be at all. So I come home. It was one weekend and we started, you know, planning out, all right, well, this is, I mean, I told you what was in the cafeteria and you're like, well, is there grilled chicken there? And I said, yeah, there's a wrap station where they have grilled chickens. Okay. 
I'll take that grilled chicken, go to the salad bar, make a gr- big grilled chicken salad. Okay, mm-hmm. I can do that. So we got that for lunch or dinners, whichever ones, you know. And we just basically mapped out where if it wasn't fried or breaded and it was high in protein, you're good. So just having that little, you know, dumbed down diet was something that I could stick to pretty easily. And from that point on, that's whenever I really started to see the difference. Okay. And I mean, so, I mean, dude, you did, you did your whole weight loss transformation beautifully. I mean, you never lost, you never lost weight super fast. Like you didn't lose 20 pounds in a week. You know, you Mm -hmm. pretty much stayed right at that two pound per week. Yeah. Um, So the first weigh in was, 290 but at that time i'd probably already lost 10 plus pounds i would say just judging off the mirror and all that and in let me think here so i was 290 that would have been january of 2017 and by the start of the fall semester in september i was hovering at about 227 so Do the quick math there. I mean, it was, you know, I never lost more than four pounds a week. Sometimes I'd stay steady for a week or two. So it was just that gradual shed, which is what you're looking for. And uh, so what, what was your strength looking like this time? Like, I mean, obviously you lost a significant amount of weight, but had your, how, how had your strength uh, varied throughout this period of time? Uh, I mean, my like one rep max, I mean, that wasn't a thing I did anymore, but my endurance, I mean, had skyrocketed. I mean, I was working with 225 and I do, we're talking about bench press here, do four sets of 15. I mean, comfortably, I mean, and that's something that I can never do before. I might be able to hit it for, you know, a high number that first set, Mm -hmm. but after that I was just absolutely shot, but it just seemed like my strength. I was no longer, you know, that one push and I'm done. I felt more like an athlete, basically, which was, yeah. you know, a really good feeling. And so that first that first turkey season, mm-hmm. um, after you started this whole thing, what were you weighing at around this time period? This, what did we say? 250 is probably what yeah. I was. Yeah, yeah about 250. Yeah. And so how had that changed um, the game as far as turkey hunting goes? Yeah, so we hunted together that first day. And, I mean, we would turkey hunt. We turkey hunted together our whole lives. But, you know, I would – I feel like I would be slowing you down. And, I I mean, I know I was because I didn't want to go, you know – up to the top, I mean, up the ridge, back down the ridge, go all the way to the bottom, all that kind of stuff. But that first hunt with you, well, we have the morning, have a bird come in off the roost, we spook him. So he spent the rest of the day just running and gunning. And you said, hey, do you want to go down in the hole? And I mean, for all you listeners, you don't know what the hole is. We'll dive into it, you know, because that's a very uh, productive spot on our mountain. But it's, you know, it's a, a chore to go down there and come back up. It's basically, say, it's basically just a gigantic funnel, just a little bit of a, a picture there for you. So, mm-hmm. so Zach, go ahead. 
Yeah, you said, hey, let's go down the – or maybe a bird was gobbling the hole. I don't know. Something. But it became – there was no hesitation anymore. It was like, all right, let's go do it. Because I knew that I was in better shape and I could, you know, meet that demand and it wasn't so taxing on my body. So that was something that, you know, was huge for me. And spent the rest – Spent the rest of the year. It wasn't the season didn't end with a harvest, but I was in the game a lot. I was I started bumping birds because I was moving too much, which that never happened before. Mm-hmm. So that was definitely a huge shift in my uh, my hunting season. Gotcha. It kind of I don't know, I don't know. It probably gave you like a massive confidence boost. You know, start. You know, you're. You're 50 pounds lighter than you were. You're starting to take away those barriers that you had placed on yourself in the past. Is that correct? Mm-hmm, exactly. I mean, where now if a bird was gobbling, you know, way across on that other ridge. I mean, it used to be like, well, maybe I can call him over here. And I mean, we can, this is another podcast talking about turkey and turkey calling. And that can work. But your best chance is to go over there on that ridge with him. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, I'm willing to go and get there with him. Well, in the past, I'd be like, eh, that's a long ways over there. If I don't kill him, it won't be worth it. So that was a, like you said, that barrier wasn't there anymore. Gotcha. And so then, you know, we're past, we're past the spring. We're getting into fall. You know, you said that you weighed around like 220, 226-ish. Yeah, around this time. And mm-hmm. so how did your, your bow hunting slash rifle hunting, um, what was that? How had that evolved now that you're, I mean, you're almost, you're in that 80 to 90 pound range now. Mm-hmm. So how was that feeling? Yeah, feeling great. Uh, it wasn't so bad. So that season before when I was, you know, around 300 pounds, that's when I started getting into uh, tree stand hunting. And I had a climber and I mean, shoot, dude, 300 pounds of me. You had another 35 pounds of the stand, another 10 pounds worth of gear. And I mean, I was very limited on how far I could go. I mean, I was not going, I wasn't going too far from camp or going too far from the four wheeler because Mm -hmm. I mean, it just, I just couldn't do it. But going into that next season, I was able to, you know, get back in there and get into spots where you know i was in the action so that was huge for me uh moving on to rifle season so this was fall of lost track of my years we're in fall of 2017 2017 right yep okay yeah so yeah i shot a a good buck on opening day of rifle season got that taken care of and i spent the rest of the week uh, with you and I was able to, you know, try to help you out a little bit, do some pretty tough, like little deer pushes, go through the hole, go through the clear cut and all that kind of stuff, trying to help you out a little bit, which I mean, back then it wasn't that I was being selfish and I didn't want to help you. It just, man, you're asking a lot. <laughs> so that was, <laughs> yeah. that wasn't an issue anymore. So at so, this point, at this point in time, like, pretty much all restrictions on what you, like that you had placed on yourself in the past were pretty much just gone. 
right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I was feeling like pretty how, good. How freeing was that for you? Felt great. I mean, just being able to, you know, have that peace of mind and freeness of hunting where I wanted to hunt and doing what I wanted to do for so long. Uh, yeah, it just it's a great feeling. I don't know how else to describe it. All right. So, dude, so, you know, there's this huge misconception that in order to lose, in order to lose weight, especially like whenever we're talking about a significant amount of weight that you need a ton of cardio, uh, you actually didn't do that much cardio for your transformation, right? No, uh, most of what I was doing in my workouts consisted of, you know, endurance weight training, not spending, you know, countless hours on the treadmill, uh, burning calories that way. Because when I started, I knew that I wanted to always be a strong guy. I mean, that's just something that I've always, you know, took pride in was my strength. So I wanted to focus on staying strong, but being, you know, have better endurance with my body. And I just felt like that was more functional in what I was trying to accomplish and spending so much time and focusing my energy on putting miles on the treadmill. Gotcha. So I mean, just uh, go ahead. I, I mean, I would say that I did a little bit of cardio. I mean, I do some hill sprints, you know, when I was home during the summers and at school, I'd, you know, set the treadmill on an incline and walk for, you know, 20 minutes or so, but nothing too crazy. Gotcha. So even though that, you know, this channel, this company highly encourages doing your cardio, it is not necessarily required for you excuses for you to start your fitness journey, right? No, I mean, just pick something that you, that you love and just stick to what, you know, you can, uh, that you want to keep doing. I mean, if you want to put miles on that treadmill and that's something that you look forward to go for it but for me i mean i love throwing weight around so that's what you know i was able to do and that's how i was able to complete my transformation gotcha well uh so looking back is there anything that you you miss from the big zach like as far as hunting goes i as can think as... of what i can think of one thing in particular <laughs> okay, okay i know okay i got what you're saying now yeah, man, I get cold now, I tell you. Back in the day when I had, you know, some pretty heavy insulation naturally, I could stay out there in a just a hoodie, Under Armour hoodie, and pretty much just a base layer in 20 degrees, and I'm fine. But now it's it's tough. I mean, I still, my body has not adapted. I'll get out there, and I'll be feeling good. I get a sense, which another thing, I still sweat, which is stupid. I mean, getting to my spot, I'm still dripping sweat, and I get up in a tree, and within 20 minutes, I'm frozen. <laughs> so, yeah, that's something that I definitely do miss. I wish there was a way that I could, you know, be in shape walking and still be, you know, kind of heavy. That way I could stay warm during those sits. Because, <laughs> man, it, it's tough now. So, so let's, uh, you know, we're not a hater, a hater mm -hmm. clan, by mm -hmm. any stretch of the imagination, but you think, 
those uh you know those those midwesterner overweight haters online are onto something as far as like where they hunt oh dude if you can get away with driving the side by side to 40 yards away from your stand and you climb up in there and you can carry you know that three 350 pounds on you dude you're square because you will not get cold (laughs) and that will (laughs) i'm jealous in that aspect for sure yeah but as far as whenever you come to the mountains you're definitely yeah it's a different it's a different game i wouldn't recommend i mean i i did it for a long time and i would Definitely recommend being in pretty good shape. Right. So you didn't you didn't really um, talk to me much about the buck that you got on trail camera because did you went up on the mountain, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Went up. I I guess I hadn't sent you the picture of him, but uh, still got a little growing to do. But I mean, the picture was taken last week. Mm-hmm. So I think it was July twenty fifth, and from what I can tell, he's going to be a going to be an eight probably ballpark of 17 ish inch spread so uh that's a shooter boy <laughs> yeah he's uh <laughs> he's in trouble if he comes through in front of me someone's gonna nice. someone's gonna send his way and uh dude that bear he was um that's probably the biggest bear we've gotten on trail camera in a minute yeah it's been a little while since we've had one that big I'm assuming it's the same boar that was coming through all of last season. Uh, had a run-in with him opening day of bow season. Uh, need to come up with some sort of name for him because he's a swimmer. I mean, every picture is him just swimming in the pond. and Just just living in there. Oh, yeah, he's just vibing. <laughs> but- well, hopefully he's not vibing too too hard. Uh, whenever September when's when's opening day? Uh, September twenty eighth. Dude, that's no that no super late. No, the last Saturday in September is the twenty fourth. So okay. it must be then. Okay, that's that's the date that I was hoping for. Yeah, All isn't right. it bad? I'm supposed to know this stuff. Yeah, Mister DNR officer. <laughs> Just now. Well, the regs haven't even been updated online when you Google it. But, yeah, I'm going to go 24th. And I I checked the regulations. It is illegal to shoot a deer and a boar in water. It says nothing about a bear. So. Hmm. Hmm. First waterborne kill. <laughs> yeah, that'd be <laughs> something. Uh, so, I don't know. I'm assuming this episode will drop before our saddle hunting podcast but uh mm-hmm. so a little bit a little bit of things have changed since we had that podcast uh you dialed in your system uh and you got to try it out today yep added the aiders to my two sticks and my wingman uh went for a dry run up up the tree cut a bunch of time off and i'm getting pretty good hunting height so i'm excited about it Roughly, I'll measure it tomorrow, but it's in the ballpark is sixteen to eighteen feet, which I'm very happy with. With two with two full length sticks and a stick platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah so I think that's going to be money for this season. Hell yeah, dude! Now, how much how much time do you think you took off? Oh, I mean, I think I got up the tree in less than like everything was squared away. 
in less than five minutes. So dude, you're pushing you're pushing climber yeah climber level speed there. Mm-hmm. And that was I mean I think that's including. So what I was doing I mean I was just listening to a video on YouTube, walked out in the yard, and when I got everything situated, I looked at my screen. And I'm pretty sure only five minutes had passed since I was like walking to the tree. So, I mean, it's, I'm really happy with it. Uh, pretty efficient. Uh, less opportunity to bang. Uh, sticks against one another. It was super quiet. Mm-hmm. The cableator wasn't anything to adjust to. I mean, just get your foot set in there and you're climbing and you're rocking. So, yeah, I've been I'm, super. I've been super happy with my cable aiders compared to like a rope, a rope aider for sure. Yeah, it just seems more rigid. And one thing that kind of turned me off with the rope aiders, it just seems like it would move a lot in the wind. I don't know if that's just me being paranoid, but I just feel like that would be one more thing that could get you picked off. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But that rigidity and the way it just kind of you know stays right under the stick, I'm. I just haven't found any negatives to it yet, so feeling pretty confident and happy with it. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you'll find something, but as as far as, as far as right now, it sounds like it's definitely a lot more pros and cons. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't think you're <laughs> – you're not really a gear junkie if you can't pick out a couple things that you can improve on with every system. Yeah. But we'll roll with that for uh, – I mean, I can't really see me changing a whole lot by the time – I mean, all the way through the season, I can't see a whole lot changing. So, Yeah. Well, I mean, we are getting close close uh, to the season opener. That's pretty much about time to start – to stop thinking about gear and start thinking about, you know, yeah. what are the deer doing. Yeah, so. getting up on the mountain, it was actually good to, you know, think about what I'm actually going to be chasing. <laughs> I mean, rather right. than just thinking about gear and which is great, but you know, it's it's time to lock in on what you know what actually matters, dude. So I was uh, I was tromping around on the the bordering proper property next to my house, and I went in deep in there yesterday, and who, oh, dude, see some good stuff. It is nice, mm. like nice, nice. I mean, all. I mean, obviously, deer season's coming up, but all I could think about the whole time was, I'm. I could kill some turkeys in here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter what time of year it is. My mind doesn't stray too far away from turkeys. Yeah, but that's awesome. So you just graduated from the academy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to um, get into that a little bit. Yeah, so you know, you're you've always been you've always had that power lifter uh, style at heart with a lot of endurance. So has your Mm -hmm. training regimen changed much since you've become a police officer? Yeah. So, I mean, just trying to take it that next step forward with functional strength and functional training, trying to do more. So at the police Academy focused a lot on, uh, CrossFit style movements, moving weight rather than truly lifting weight, if that makes sense. I mean, you're mm-hmm. a CrossFit, you probably know what I'm saying. But yeah, I've started to do that a little bit more in my training, just trying to be more prepared 
for certain scenarios that I might encounter because, I mean, there's never going to be a time that I'm fighting someone and their weight is equally balanced on all sides and I can move it, you know, like a bar. So just Mm -hmm. trying to do more, you know, hit those muscles that, uh, I guess being able to have better balance with my body and being able to use my strength, uh, in different ways and more real life scenarios. Gotcha. And are you, are you enjoying that aspect? Yeah, it's been good. Uh, I do kind of miss, you know, throwing on that heavy weight and, you know, taking it for a ride, but I haven't done that for a little while. It's just trying to, you know, check the ego and thinking about number one, trying to avoid injury and then two, just being more functional in my, you know, everyday life. Gotcha. Now you're still trying to, you're still trying to be like strong as hell there, right? Oh yeah. I mean, I'm still trying to, you know, keep my, strength as high as I can. I mean, still pressing, you know, the heaviest dumbbells that they have at the gym, but just not pushing it so far to where, you know, I could tear my pec. I mean, before, I mean, I guess it would have been last summer. Mm-hmm. I was focusing on, you know, heavy bench press. And I tell you, my left pec, it was, it's a matter of time <laughs> before it goes. So I've just been trying to avoid that at all costs because it it could tear from the bone at any moment if I go heavy. And that's just something that I do not want to have happen right now, to say the least. Yeah, Yeah, especially whenever you work a job that, you know, every day is, you know, every day for the most part is pretty chill. But, you know, you do work a job just like in the military where, you Mm -hmm. know, it could have life-threatening consequences. So being injured... Being yeah. injured, definitely, like, you have to watch out for that stuff and make sure that you're ready to roll at all periods of time. Yeah, I mean, it's cliche, you know, stay ready because you never know when it could happen. But, I mean, it's 100% true where everything's chill and everything's great until it's not. So, whenever, you know, shit hits the fan, you've got to be squared away and ready to rock. And if I'm, you know, nursing a chest injury, you know, the back <laughs> – Bad guy, he ain't gonna care too much about that. He's looking for him and he's looking to, you know, stay free. So, right. yeah, I can't be compromised. Dude, I really hope, I really hope that we were able to pull, pull out your story, um, the best way that we could to where it's, it's relatable to whoever's listening, right? So, if you are <laughs> overweight, uh, just understand that it doesn't matter how far you're, you're out of touch or, you know, you, you don't like, you want to be better than what you are right now, but you don't think it's attainable. Like it is attainable. You just got to talk to the right, to the right people. And you got to, you know, you actually have to, you know, put in some work, but don't be afraid of that work. So exactly. Exactly. I mean, surround yourself with knowledgeable, trustworthy guys that are going to support you, pick their brain whenever you can. Uh, Find out what works for you. Stick with it. Don't don't try to bite off more than you can chew at one point. Like, yeah, so for me, you know, starting at about 300 pounds, just have your, you know, your steps that you're taking. Well, if I could lose 10 pounds, okay, you get to that 10 pounds. All right, well, that'd be really cool if I could lose 20. And you get there. Don't just go in there and be like, I'm going to lose 100 pounds, and then get caught up on how long it's taking. Because if you do that, 
that's whenever you're going to give up because you're just sitting there. Oh man, this is taking forever. I didn't lose a single pound this week. I'm never going to get there. Well, just, just have short term goals and those will add up to where you get to that big goal and you're sitting where you want to be. So that's my biggest, you know, piece of advice I could give somebody. And then also, I mean, dude, we're going to, we're going to dissect this so many times in the future and get into Mm -hmm. so much detail but also just like picking a diet that you can actually stick to because there's a, there's a crap ton of diets out there. If you don't look go chasing Google, fads, let me just go. Don't go, say. don't go chasing fads. There's a million things on the internet, but yeah. the best diet out there is the one that you can actually make a lifestyle. Yeah, so, yep. So preach. we're going to definitely get into that more in the future, guys. We're going to be getting into supplements. We're going to be getting into weight training mental toughness. I mean, everything. And, uh, you know, me and Zach, we've been doing this for a long time. I'm going on, I think, I think 15 years is how long I've been at least like weight training and I've been running for 10. So between the two of us and then, you know, Larry, he's starting to get super, uh, super hard charging into this space as well. So, I mean, it's going to be exciting to see him grow as well get mentally tougher, start hitting trails. And dude, we just got, I mean, guys, we just have so much like that we want to share. And if we change, you know, one person's life, then it's worth it. It doesn't matter how many late nights we have. It's worth it. So stay tuned. Zach, I have nothing else. What about you? I think you wrap that up real nicely. Yeah. I'm really excited to just keep, you know, sharing, you know, what I have learned over the years. I mean, Sometimes I may say something that doesn't work for you, but I'm just like you said, if I can go out there and I can help out a handful of you all, if I can inspire you and give you little tips to help you on your journey, it's all, it's all worth it, man. So I'm excited and looking forward to see where this goes. We got a lot more as far as, you know, this was just a little brief, you know, story time. We'll get into some of the stuff that we've experimented with that didn't help us that maybe is very popular in the fitness industry and maybe we can share our thoughts on, you know, what's worked for us. So yeah, I feel like I'm rambling now, but just, you know, had fun, had a good conversation and look forward to more of them. Yeah, dude, I have nothing else. Uh, it's super late. I need to get in bed. So dude, I'll talk to you later.